love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong, where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Well, hey, hey, hey. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Last Thursday of the month. Like, where in the world does time go? And not just that, it seems like the beginning of this month, it was all good and earthing, and now it's like, what the hell just happened (laughs) um like it's not even funny but sometimes you gotta laugh to keep from crying right but it's been a really interesting time for all of us so the fact that you're here in this moment sharing this space i just want to thank you for showing up um, and just being present and continue to ride this wave with the family um i've always made it my business to be transparent with you and that's what I'm going to do today I want to tell you a little about a little bit about what's been going on in my life and how I'm processing everything that's happening in the world around me Um, but not necessarily to say that dirty word the c word because you look again like I said last week in the email you already know what it is but to really just kind of to dive in and to share some perspective, which I, you know, I love sharing perspective. So starting on the lighter side of things, I've been working from home for almost four years. So any point of staying inside doesn't really bother me so much because I'm the kind of person that's gotten around to being such that I don't leave the house unless it's absolutely necessary anyways. Um, when I actually first started working from home, however, it was a little bit challenging and only because I'm the kind of person I love people. I love hugs. I love, you know, just showing love and I wasn't in a space anymore to just be able to go get a hug from a student or, you know, go sit with a coworker and talk about projects or just being around people all the time. That's something I really, really loved. And so I had gone from extreme extrovert to I'm in the house. And, you know, to be fair with you, I wasn't about to just go out and be randomly hugging people just to get my eight hugs in. Like, that wasn't going to work. Um, and shortly after having le- having left my last position um, when I worked full-time at higher ed, we had also ended up moving. And the area that we moved to is a little bit further out than what I'm used to. And so initially for me, working from home was a little bit daunting because I had also lost a community that I had built for the time that I was living close to the downtown um, Raleigh area. And so like my favorite coffee shop or being able to walk to Marshall's and TJ Maxx and Ross and Bed Bath & Beyond or walking down to Jason's Deli, like all of my favorite things that I could just do and go out and walk and stroll and do. I mean, honestly, the movie theater was a five minute walk from me. So I walk across the street and go to the movie theater. So going out and being social and doing things 
wasn't a big deal but again moving really changed the landscape for me so even my work from home environment became such that I was in the house all the time and just just working and focused on work um and then it would be like sometimes several days at a time that my husband would be the only person that I would see or touch and being somebody again I'm an eight hug person to no hugs to you're the only human being I've talked to or had contact with like in in flesh was one of those whoa 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 this is going to be strange for me I don't think I can do this work from home thing anymore it was becoming mentally and emotionally exhausting for me and then you'd have some folks to be like well why didn't you just leave the house why didn't you get out and you go somewhere uh, to be for real with you for me it was about the commute and about the time um, that is spent trying to commute so if I'm able to knock out a project in 30 minutes but then I spend 30 minutes of car trying to commute just to get somewhere to get comfortable to work that I have to hurry up and commute another 30 35 minutes to get back home on top of trying to make sure I calculate uh, enough time to beat traffic and all the other things it just became too much of a headache and I was like no nah, I'm not interested and I tried to go to the coffee shop where I live a couple times but I just never got the vibe so it's just kind of being out of my element was something that started to make working from home you know a little bit more stressful for me as well because of the expectations around what life will look like work from home because a lot of times people think just because you work from home you've got all this freedom and, and all these things um going on but when you're by yourself all the time that really does make a difference and then the other thing for me too is that I wasn't feeling doing a lot of commuting just to go somewhere to be around people just to do work. Um, one, I work better. I know for myself when I'm in a space where I can be unbothered. Um, and then the other thing is that I didn't necessarily want to take on an additional expense of going to be somewhere to be around people. Um, and that sounds a little, probably like a little strange. <laughs> but for me, it was like, not only would I have to pick up the expensive gas to get to my, my favorite places, but also the wear and tear on my car just to kind of go hang out and go do work um and especially working for myself and let me tell you when you start working for yourself you start to see things a whole lot different um so even now for those of you who are commuting to work or going to work a part of you getting your salary every other week or every month is them making sure that you got the money that you need to pay for that gas in the car to get there so when you start taking care of it yourself you be like i don't really know if i want that expense that's not necessary right now i'll wait and consolidate and do all this in the same day now one of the things that i did find helpful for me from the work from home space is definitely taking days to go out and run errands and do things where i was able to interact with people and um do stuff and knock everything out in one swoop so that i wouldn't have to like literally leave my house and dang i forgot something at target now there's 25 minutes i gotta go back and and get to it that was just unnecessary um and let me even tell you about this there was a point where I'd worked from home um, and didn't leave the house for about three weeks. Like I didn't even go to the store that's around the corner from me. And what's crazy is that I didn't even realize it because I was talking to a friend one day and I was like, yeah, you know, I went and did this and I looked at the calendar and I was like, dang, that was three weeks ago. And so I had even found myself in such a rhythm after some time that leaving the house wasn't a bad thing. Um, I sometimes didn't even realize I didn't leave the house, even if I went outside or took the dog out or went around the corner, um, I walked up to the corner. I just was so caught up in my work that I was like, yo, it's been three weeks and I hadn't left the house. What the heck? 
but then I did make it a point at that time at least just leave and break away from work even if that was just going to the store and going to pick up some flour and some water or something like get out the house so I guess I'm saying this to you to say in spite of everything that's going on especially if it's new for you to be at the house um, I've experienced what I felt like is the worst of the worst of a stay-at-home situation so what I can say to you or what I'm willing to say to you you know in this moment is you'll figure it out it'll be a transition it's not always the fun thing to do and sometimes we have a tendency to to make more of a situation when it's not our regular situation so like some people are jealous of individuals who oh you get to work from home it's so great but I'm like uh the downside of working home is sometimes that expectation that just because you're home that you're supposed to take care of the house <laughs> you know and just because you're the the one that works from home that dinner should be cooked or there should be no dishes in the sink because it's this thing that work from home doesn't mean that you don't do work you actually do work when you work from home so I say that to those of you who are new to this experience to like give yourself some time to figure it out work from home doesn't mean being in your pajamas all day although you can I find that productivity is far greater when you've actually put on some clothes even if it's just jeans and a t-shirt you feel real different and having a routine in the system um, absolutely helps with that as well and one of the disadvantages for me when being work from home is that I have the tendency to not know when to stop working because home is not only where I relax and have my fun and enjoy myself but it's also where I work but as somebody who enjoys working and enjoys growing and doing many things it doesn't necessarily become as intense as it does for people who just need the hardcore division between the two. Um, so yeah, so look, my little take on working from home, because you know, again, just diving into it, let's just talk about it, because we ain't got all day to be here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but one of the things that's also helped me a lot in the process of working from home, and I'll say this too, is being able to have friends, especially other entrepreneurs who are full-time in the game, that I connect with regularly online. So I have one meeting um, with one of my homeboys that's every week on Tuesday that we catch up about what projects we have going on and what we can do to help each other um, throughout the day. I have another meeting, it's like every other week and then throughout the week taking conference calls, doing podcast interviews, doing meeting greets. So the days become very filled and you know, by the time Mr. Dr. Hudson comes home, I look up and I'm like, it's time to shift gears and turn into um, wife mode. And what that means is it's time to shut everything down and just be with my husband. And a lot of people think, well, just because I work from home or, you know, because there's more flexibility that, oh, well, you and your husband get to spend all the time together. Uh, he working, he got things to do. And that's a misconception about, you know, being married. I think for a lot of people, unless both of you are working at the same place, the days are spent working. So the time that you do have to spend together is when you get home. So that's not like it's all day. You may only get a few hours depending on what your spouse's um schedule looks like so for us when he gets home i make sure that like i shut everything down so that we can spend time together and be present because i know it won't be long before he has to go to bed so he got to get up and go to work tomorrow and that's when i may get back to doing a little bit of work um that i may not have been able to finish before he got home but yeah 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 but um uh, but speaking also of the work from home thing and this is like the last little bit i want to say about it now that Mr. Dr. Hudson has been home too, it has been really nice to have a coworker after so many years. Um, after all, my furry assistant, Maxwell Alexander, my chocolate lab, he just sits and looks at me crazy. So he just rides the clock, but that's still my pup bay. Uh, on a heavier side of what's going on this way, 
Whew, man, every event that I had scheduled from March through June has been canceled. Did you hear that right? Let me say it again for you. Did you? Yeah. Every event that I had scheduled from March through June has been canceled. And it's not even something that I'm like proud of. <laughs> Come on, like this is my livelihood. So it's been quite interesting to process everything, especially since the last year and a half, I've really been getting into my stride. So I'm like, ooh, go Eve, go. And I was like, you can't go, no, no. Um, as a matter of fact, earlier this month, I created a piece of content that I was gonna put up on social media. And I was like shouting out all the places that I was going to be going over the next few weeks because I was so excited. Um, and then for some reason, I never posted or never got around to it. I kind of kept pushing off like, I don't want to post it now. I'll post it this day. I'll post it this day. And then I looked up and I was like, damn, none of it's happening anyway. <laughs> so isn't that ironic? But I also say that it has been this particular shift in my business, which has been really major because for those of you who've been keeping up, you know that, I mean, I speak, I consult, um, so speaker, author, put together that's my business right doing programs or institutions and for organizations and just that quickly my business like literally came to a halt and I say literally came to a halt because there are things that I have like I've got the publications I got the book I got the journal that I can still be selling but that hasn't been the um, revenue generating majority of my business I'll put it that way um, while these things do bring in income, it's been the speaking and even teaching, um, that's been able to help, you know, keep, keep them, the juices flowing for my business in particular. So with everything happening the way that it did, I was kind of like, yo, what's really good. Um, and it caused me to take a really big step back for a moment to just sit with myself. Now, I... Definitely try not to speak before understanding how I'm really feeling and thinking about things because it's just important for me to just have a deep perspective and understanding. So a part of the reason why I held off on the show last week and almost didn't do one this week is because this has been a lot to take in. Now, let me just say, after almost four years of being in business, setbacks don't feel the way that they did in the beginning. Like I can expect setbacks in business. I think that that's normal for things to come up and happen. But I think that the uncertainty, like you may be feeling right now with your job, or even if you have been laid off, you know, I'm sending my thoughts to you, but it's this uncertainty of when am I going to be able to pick the ball back up and enroll again, or how do I get this train back on the track? But not just that, what's, ha what's happened is definitely shaped my perspective on travel, and being exposed and now even thinking is this something I want to keep doing because at the end of February I was just in New York and then we see New York is one of those places that's being hit the hardest right now so I'm thinking like gosh what if my you know event would have been different though in it you know upstate New York is still this thing that of like I was in the area and then they're all kind of people come from all kind of places um, just from everywhere and just the exposure of being in the airport and how much I have to be in the airport and thinking about all the individuals from all across the world who I may come in contact with every day, it starts to get really scary in a way. And so for me, I'm thinking, wow, so what does this mean for me? And how am I going to switch and pivot? Cause you damn know, I ain't quitting. 
uh-uh, you damn know. Yeah, you damn sure know. <laughs> I'm not quitting. So I realized that if this is something that I'm feeling and I'm thinking uh, that it's just been a lot, it's got to be that it's impacted so many people in a number of ways that several people are just kind of pressing pause and just saying, what do we do now? And I think more than anything, um, and not to say just to suck on it, because what's happening is such a global thing, I think the way we process it and understand it has definitely been, let's just say quite a lot. Because if it was just something happening, you know, in one city or one space and the rest of the world could go on, it wouldn't be such a big deal. But the fact that this thing is so global and so major and something that we're witnessing, it's kind of like, holy crap, wow. And it just takes your breath away. Like it just definitely taking my breath away. Um, let me even go ahead and say this. As I've watched others jump to provide services and to lead the charge to making things with this transition globally, just a lot easier for everybody. I'm gonna be for real. I've just kind of been in a space where I'm getting where I fit in. But most importantly, I've been observing and I've been taking it all in because I realize that this moment in time is triggering me to rather than be reactive, to sit my ass still and learn. And that's not me knocking anybody who's at the forefront of making stuff happen because we have to have the balance of people in the world to see that it continues to go round and around and around. But I'm the one of the of the group of the people who like to sit back and say, let me observe, let me watch, let me take this in. This is the opportunity for me to be enlightened and to be awakened to what wonders are of the world, right? And so I actually have a really good friend of mine that says to me quite often that one of my strengths lies in just sitting with things. Like if I'm ever in a situation where I don't know what to do, I take a moment and I think it over until the answer comes to me. So as an entrepreneur, <laughs> I've also been told though, or made to believe that acting slowly or not moving quicker is not a good attribute. So in the way that I work, I'm like, well, I'm totally good with missing opportunity if I don't have the chance to think it through, because for me, thinking through is is critical in understanding what I'm getting myself into. And if I have to think fast on an opportunity, I don't have a time to process it and figure it out and know if it's the move I want to make, then that just means that the opportunity wasn't for me. Therefore, um, it's also my belief that acting quickly doesn't necessarily mean that you are able to fully visualize the long-term implications of your decision making so I have to be thorough so by the time that I've made a decision about something and you know people like oh you've got a mind made up I'm like yeah you right because I thought about it long and hard so I know that what I'm doing is what I want to do so why all the blah 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 why have I shared with you what I think about being an entrepreneur and thinking about you know what business is happening right now and you know looking at my life as work from home and you know, all, all that, you know, I got a reason for it. What I just tell you, if I'm, if I thought about something, then when it's time to talk about it, it's got purpose. So I'm saying all these things to you because it is my opinion and I'm but one person, but I think you're listening because you know, you value the conversations we have here, but it is my opinion and definitely want to encourage you through this time of your life, um, that it is helpful for each and every one of us 
to whom it matters to just take a moment to sit with yourself. If you find yourself in a space right now where there's nothing that's making sense and figuring out how to make it work or how to move forward just isn't clicking, let me be the first to tell you, if nobody else has told you, it's perfectly fine, boo. It's fine. Whatever it is that you're seeking from this moment, if you are feeling stuck or even all over the place and it's just what to do, what to do, what to do, like it'll come to you. I promise you that it'll come to you. As a matter of fact, I've had a few people to reach out for me and they've requested of me to speak to their students virtually to give their students something, you know, something to feed off of, some some kind of positivity and some kind of encouragement. And there were like three days straight where I was like, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say at all. What do you say at a time like this? What can you tell a student who is devastated and hurting and you know, their future has become even more uncertain than it would have been had they just graduated and the world was still revolving smoothly. What do you say? But even for me, it was being able to sit with myself and process my own thoughts and think about how I'm moving in my own life that allowed me to come to terms with what I wanted to say. And actually what I found myself saying is as uncomfortable as this is, and as uneasy as everything feels and seems right now, this is a part of life. And while we've never seen things in this level of intensity before, imagine that if you can get through this, you can get through so much more. There's so many other things that you can get through. There's so many other things that you can face because if it can be worse than what it is right now, probably so. But if you can get through this time, then it'll make some of the other times in life that are challenging and the world is still still spinning, it'll make it feel a lot less difficult. And it seems like such a simple thing to say. And especially at a time like this, like, where's the hope? It seems like there's no hope. But I'm like, no, there's still hope because we're still getting up every day. We're still fight, figuring it out and thinking about all of the students who are just going into medical school or just graduated from medical school or our lawyers or our financial people like there's so many people when we think about what this means how is this shifting our mindsets to think about our future globally but it took me a few days to come to that and to understand that that's what I was really thinking but didn't know if it was an appropriate time to say it but I'm like when is there ever an appropriate time to speak the truth you know so for you, if you are finding yourself in a space where you're just wondering, again, what's happening next? What's going on for me? What do I do? Again, it will come to you. It may be when you're drinking your coffee tomorrow morning. It may be when you're scrambling those eggs on Sunday morning. I'm breakfast right now. <laughs> I bet on it, right? Or it might be when you're taking your bubble bath next week, talking about you on your self-care. Whatever it is, it will absolutely come to you. So that's why I charge you to be patient with yourself and to sit with yourself and to be with your thoughts about what life is looking like and what you hope for your life to look like and, and what's next for you and imagining like what better time to really just be with you. And the other thing, and I said, if you can't be with yourself, you got some things about yourself that you might need to face. And what I learned even from that work from home life is that there were things about me and about being alone 
and about being by myself that I had yet to face. But once I did, now I'm like, uh-uh, give me all my space. <laughs> give me all my, all my space. Um, so for you, I just say uncomfortable times make great people. And uncomfortable times is often when amazing things come about. So whatever time this is for you, let it be the time that you need especially if it's taking off from work or just being able to work in a different work environment because I'm sure that sometimes toxic work environments make you want to quit. Right now, you ain't got to quit and you still can get paycheck. Um, so it's just having the perspective of love and light as you're navigating through this. And as I just said a few minutes ago, I'm going to go back and say it too, that, or say it again, that there will be more times ahead when something is going to happen that is going to have you all shaken up. So if that time should come again, and I even think about this time as we're weathering this storm as a world, here are a few questions that I want you to ask yourself. I want you to sit with yourself and ask yourself these things and passing this along as I've had to do it, you know, do it for myself. So question number one, what am I learning about myself right now? Question number two, can I be dealing with this situation better? Question number three, what am I going to do differently after this? Question number four, what do I believe about what's happening right now? Question number five, what do I need to get through this time? Question number six, what are some of the resources that are available to me? Question number seven. Am I doing everything that I can to take care of my mental, physical, and spiritual health as I am going through this moment? Question number nine. Questioned. I mean, question number eight. <laughs> Tripping, right? What am I going to do differently for those around me? Mm. So more than yourself, what am I going to do differently for those around me? And question number nine. If nothing changed, will I be okay with it? Hmm. That question number nine makes you think, right? Because we are at a time where we're getting to learn about ourselves and get to know how we feel about our lives and our futures. Getting to know who we are is where our power lies. But if nothing changed, would you be okay with your situation? And even tying it into things being different, right? Because as we will be different, thinking about your relationships, how you spend your money how you use your time and your resources, how you're taking care of yourself. Yeah, you see what I did? Because if you are aware and you're being proactive, you don't really have to worry about being too reactive when shit hits the fan. Oh, oh, she went there. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why these questions have been important for me because they're questions I ask myself. When I think about how often I talk to my mom, when I think about the things I'm doing to take care of me mentally, physically, spiritually, 
when I think about what I believe about how I work, how I move, who's in my life, who's out of my life, what resources are available, what I need. It's working daily through these things. So when a crisis hits, I'm already aware of what I need and can already think about how I want to move forward, even if I need to sit with it. And sitting with it means that I may need to change a few things. I may need to modify a few things, but at my core, I'm aware. At my core, I've got some kind of idea and I can work through these things and figure out what I need so I can go forward. So me sitting with my business lately, with all that's happened, I don't even feel discouraged. I don't feel disappointed. I don't feel annoyed. I don't feel any of those things. I actually like the challenge because for me, I know that what I want more than anything is to continue down the path of entrepreneurship. So in dealing with my situation better, how can I do that for myself? I'm I'm like, well, what are the things that I've been sleeping on, the projects I've been letting lie dormant because I haven't taken them more seriously. I wanted to do anything with them because I've been focused on something else. What have I wanted to write? What kind of classes have I wanted to take? How can I be bettering myself? See, I may not be having the revenue come in like I want to right now. This is going to be for real. Y'all y'all know what's happening in the world. It's not like it's anything to even be ashamed of, right? Well, at least not for me. I don't speak for myself. But I think about this as being a time where I can do different is go back and learn and figure out those things that I have had trouble with in my business for the past few years. This is a time for me to focus on those things and modify them so that when this is over, I'm ready, set, go. So this is no time for me to cry and be all sad. Like I have had my moments. <laughs> I have actually have had them, but it's again, sitting with myself. And this is a part I needed a break. Like, do I want to break? Because, you know, I know that there's uh, a house that I need to help take care of. Yeah, nah. But am I okay with the break that's being forced upon us because of what the circumstance is? I'm good with it. I'm good with it because if it were not for this, what I have set down otherwise and did anything differently, what what I have, and that's something I've asked myself. So rather than looking at the situation and being completely frustrated and upset and mad, I'm able to see the good. So for you, my friend, when you're having to sit with shit, what I need you to know is that at the end of the day, you got to be honest about both sides of the perspective, but you got to find the good. You got to find a silver lining in order to get through it because otherwise it's going to feel like a ton of crap. Yep, yep. So um, as we are entering, well, we've entered spring already. We already there. It was last, so last week. Uh, but we're closing out the month of March and we're entering into the second quarter of the year like already, like it's coming. Like next week, it'll be here. I don't want you to feel any pressure to do or be anything more or less than what you feel like doing or being. And if you find yourself stressed out, if you find yourself feeling uncertain, if you find yourself feeling discouraged right now, feel how you feel, but sit with it. The only way that you know how to move forward or go back is if you allow yourself to stay still sometimes. This is a moment of life that is still, but it's in the stillness that we are still able to move in the direction we're supposed to go because in stillness is when we often find the answers. So for those who enjoy meditation and who enjoy doing things that are deeply spiritual, this is a a high time for many of us. 
because there's value in not always being on the go, go, go. If you're always on the go, if you're always on the move, you always got something happening. When do you have time to just really sit and process it? So process your life right now. Process the world around you and think about what you want for yourself going forward. Once this heaviness has been lifted, how do you want to how, how do you want to come out on the other side of it? Yep, but uh, yeah, just a real conversation I want to sit and have with you today. Just a heart to heart. I mean, it's always a heart to heart, but nothing that's too um too scripted although y'all know i write my notes (laughs) but just still wanted to just sit here and be with you and to let you know that i feel you you know with with what's happening and to take care of yourself to be patient with yourself and to just really really take it a day at a time because right now what's happening for so many reasons is beyond you so don't take the blame um, what, what is in your control is to stay your ass in the house so people not out here getting sick. Slow it down. We know we can't stop it, so slow it down. So there's so much that's out of your control. Don't stress yourself out about what you can't do about it. But for what you can do, take action. And if you feel stuck, if, again, nothing's making sense right now, stop trying to force it. Just sit with your shit. And I'm out.